right. Welcome back, everyone. My name's Zaleda. And I'm Miranda. And together we make up the side kicks, 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 kicks. And we're back with new stuff to read. This week, Miranda picked Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Yes, very on brand. Miranda loves dinosaurs. Um, if you don't follow her on TikTok, you should. She paints the dinosaurs on there sometimes. I don't know if you still do that, but you did for a while. I'm gonna go back to it. I I built like I took a break because like um i ran out of the dinosaurs that i needed because okay so um the painting the dinosaurs is a very spiritual practice for me okay Uh, so i take a lot of time to consider um characters and to think about like what dinosaur that they would be and Mm -hmm. so i have a collection of toy dinosaurs but none of them felt like the character that the characters that i wanted to paint and so i took a break and then I started building the Lego Batcave and that took a month. And then I needed a couple of weeks where I just wasn't really doing anything because that was such a big project. And now like I'm going to, I'm going to find like a set that has a plesiosaur because I think a plesiosaur um, is Cassandra Kane. Like I think that's her spirit and her energy. And we're, yes. uh, so by next week, I'm going to go back to painting dinosaurs for a little bit on my lives. Follow her on Dino Mighty Miranda on TikTok. <laughs> Thank you. Thank just you just so you know. Uh, yeah, you're active on your TikTok. People should follow you. I'm less active. I went into a poo-poo hole no. <laughs> the last two weeks. And I was like, I can't create anything. I have to be good at this new job. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the job is going to be there. So today I was going to like force myself to do something. But we'll see. Maybe I'll just go shopping. <laughs> do it go get a milk tea a rose milk tea Ooh, i'm obsessed from delicious a local bakery yeah it's chokehold i get it so (laughs) much you know people go to starbucks all the time i go to this bakery too much (laughs) but it's so good i'm thinking of yes okay okay yes it's so good so many breads (laughs) so many breads i had their toast this morning so good because i went (laughs) on thursday thursday night it's <laughs> like let's okay let's go and it was popping i was like how nobody nobody has to work tomorrow <laughs> guess not anyway follow miranda on tiktok but yeah this week we'll be covering moon girl and devil dinosaur um so cute miranda what made you want to read this or what made you pick it uh so i actually saw the writer uh i believe it was the writer anyway uh jordan ifuiko uh-huh I think yes. I'm so sorry. I'm probably butchering it. I, I should have looked up the pronunciation, um, but I saw the creator on TikTok uh, talking about this series um, and they were specifically talking about like the villain because uh, Moon Girl is the protagonist and she's like an 11 year old black girl. Right. Yes. And the villain of this story is a, is a white influence. Well, I mean, she's not really white, but she's like a little girl influencer who's selling hair relaxer yes it is so good (laughs) it is such a like good way of portraying that so she's not technically white because she's an alien but she's like white passing so she is passing as white (laughs) which you know adds more (laughs) layers to the whole thing (laughs) 
okay cool i didn't realize they were on tiktok but that makes sense yeah so like i saw this tiktok of them talking about it and uh they were talking about like the reason why they went with like mind control hair relaxer and she was less like well just the the whole idea of just dumping chemicals into children's hair to change it to make them more like acceptable to society is just inherently like very suspicious to me <laughs> and i was like I've never considered that because I've never had to consider that, but I want to read that. <laughs> yes, yes. And so we did. And it was a good time. Uh, also, Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur has like a sh- like a cartoon, right? Uh, yeah. On Disney Plus. I haven't watched it. I get my Disney Plus through my family. <laughs> yeah. And Disney Plus, they're like, verify. And I can't verify it. <laughs> and I'm too lazy to like text anyone. No. So I've never, I haven't watched it. I've only seen the Funkos because the Funko is really cute. Yeah, the Funkos are really cute. Um, A little bit of history on Moon Girl. Uh, She is a character was created in 2015 um, by Brandon Montclair, Amy Reader, and the artist uh, Natasha Bustos. And um, she was created in essence because I believe the ed- one of the editors in Marvel was a big fan of Devil Dinosaur. Devil Dinosaur is an older character that was created by Jack Kirby. Oh. Um, yeah. And so, like, this, this, this editor, like, wanted an excuse to, like, bring Devil Dinosaur back. And Devil Dinosaur um, is from a dinosaur world where, like, it's dinosaur society. And then Hell yeah. uh, he's a superhero T-Rex. And then his partner was a character named Moon Boy, who's like the missing link. Like he's like halfway between monkey and man. Oh, okay. Right. So that's that's like that's Dino Devil Dinosaurs like mythos, right? And so this this uh, editor wanted to, to bring Devil Dinosaur into like modern times, and so he tasked like uh, Amy Reader and Brandon Montclair with like uh, creating a protagonist to like pair up with Devil Dinosaur, and so they created moon girl who is uh at the time in 2015 was a nine-year-old little girl who is the smartest person in the marvel universe and they wanted her to be like this inspector gadget figure so like she zooms around on rollerblades and she has gadgets in her backpack (laughs) and she and she is mind linked with a dinosaur (laughs) and it's just you know like part of the when we read amethyst princess of gemworld that was, I think, my power fantasy as a little girl. But like, this book has everything that like I wanted, to, I have ever wanted to read when I was a teenager. Yes, it is very. Um, it's kind of like all encompassing with certain things, especially like the the youth experience. Um, <laughs> as like little girls or little femme folk, uh, and then of course like black little girls on top of it too so it is educating at the same time so if you're not a black girl you can kind of like see like a see into it but it does it deals with like friendship and parents and like bully behavior and being super smart (laughs) and growing up it's very nice uh it's a cool it's a cool it's a good one it's always a good pick Mm -hmm. thank you Um, i'm glad i'm glad you liked it i enjoyed it it was fun and it was like easy like i can see that the target audience was like tweens you know oh like, yeah no this is it's this is definitely like a book that adults can read it but it's not for adults right so i am 
I'm it's like bluey like people really like bluey it's for kids but adults can enjoy it from what I've heard I've never watched bluey like I don't have kids oh, you, oh yeah you don't have <laughs> I don't have kids oh, it's maybe like, and everyone it. should watch bluey the way that it talks about like creative problem solving and conflict resolution I've heard it's great like it's a great show but I haven't been forced to watch it like in the way that other adults <laughs> I'm sure it'll happen though anyway back to this Mm-hmm. any other backstory on moon girl so that's sort of like the main one uh that i had in terms of like her creation and who she is as a character uh she is what is known as an inhuman and the marvel inhumans i find them to be confusing probably because i don't read a lot of marvel fair but it's like you have um the x-men who have like a gene right and it's a it's a relatively new new mutation right, right? and that's what gives them their powers but right. inhumans have um, junk DNA. So it's like... Okay. <laughs> Sorry, the face I made was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Junk DNA. Okay. Oh, if you're unfamiliar with the term, uh, junk DNA is when we refer to things that are in our genetic code that we don't really use anymore. So oh. it's like, it's things that your body doesn't ever activate, but it's technically still there. Oh. Yeah. I uh, see. So uh, the Inhumans were created by the Kree, who are an alien species of assholes, as far as I can tell. Yeah, so far, yeah, (laughs) they suck. Yeah, so they're an alien species of assholes uh, who meddled with, like, human DNA, like, 100,000 years ago with the idea that they were going to create, like, super soldiers, right? They're going to create, like these little human creatures that would have like unique powers that could do like crazy things uh and then that project was scrapped the Kree left earth for like 100 like like 100,000 years but like that junk dna still exists in some people and then um there are ways to activate it so the way that it traditionally gets activated as far as i'm aware is with what is called a terrigen mist which like it okay. uh the character the person is exposed to the terrigen mist they end up in a cocoon, like they put themselves in a little cocoon like a butterfly. <laughs> and then they emerge from their cocoon forever changed. In the context of the Marvel Universe, the Inhumans have like their own country. They have, I believe, they have their own government. They have, I think, a floating island. Awesome. Like it's it's not like Krakoa, which is the mutant island. Like they have one that's like in the sky and moves around. <laughs> I love comics. Yeah, and uh, their king is a man who can never speak because his voice destroys things. And their queen is a woman with hair that, like, acts like tentacles. Whoa. Yeah. And, like, the captain of the guard is a giant bulldog man. Drugs. Drugs. Just drugs. Oh, absolutely drugs. 100%. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. I'll vibe with it. (laughs) I'll accept it. Yeah, so that's who the Inhumans are as, like, a species. Um, Moon Girl is an Inhuman. She's not, like, culturally an Inhuman. She doesn't live in their city. She doesn't follow their government. Uh, But what she is is that there were a series of Terrigen Mist bombs that were set off, like, around the world in, like, a great big event. Mm -hmm. And this activated, like, specific humans that had that junk DNA, including Moon Girl. Yes. Uh, And her... Her inhuman ability, her special power is she has a she has a mind link with Devil Dinosaur, and then during the full moon they switch bodies. <laughs> Werewolf, yeah, style, but a fucking dinosaur, and this is like a red dinosaur if you haven't seen it. Yeah, 
love Devil Dino. Like a T-Rex? Yeah, he's a T-Rex. Yeah, okay. He's a big red superhero T-Rex. Love it. He eats a lot of junk food. Yes, I'm here for it. I mean, what else would you do as a dinosaur? Uh, yeah, so that's like the basis <laughs> of, of it. Yes. Do you have the creatives? I'm sorry, I'm not seeing uh, Yes, I do. So the writer is Jordan uh, Ifueco, um, uh-huh. penciled by Alba Glez, inked by Jose Marzin Jr. Art, the color artist was KJ Diaz, and the letterer was, was Travis Lanham, our old friend Woo! returned to us. <laughs> Let's go. Thank you. But yeah. So, okay, we have all that background knowledge of the Inhumans and, like, how Moon Girl gets it. So we start with literally a poster that says, join the sad sacks. And it stands for support allies derby for essentially abled kids. And it is so funny. Oh, this is where the, the creators are. That's creative because it's a sign up and then it says all their names. Yeah. It tricked me. I couldn't figure it out. Yeah, the cover page for all five of these issues. Uh, by the way, this is a five-issue limited series. But the yes. cover page for all of them is like some variation of like found media. So it's like a poster or a letter. Yes. It's so good. It's so good. I hadn't seen that before. Uh, but yeah, we start off at a, rolly, uh, at a roller rink. It's called Boogie Down Roller Rink. Um, and there's a bunch of kids, which we know as the Sad Sacks. Uh, one of them is Moon Girl. Her name is Lunella. Lunella Lu- Lafayette. Thank you. I couldn't figure out how to say it. I was just like, it's it's the combination of Luna and Ella. <laughs> so, <laughs> and she is super smart. Yes. So she has decided that she wants to create like one of the one of the topics that like this comic book deals with is sort of the importance of community. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And so she has decided that like she wants to reach out to other kids in New York City who are infected by like the Terrigen Mist. I believe in this current timeline and in like Marvel, um, superpowers are some level of illegal. I don't know. I didn't look into it too much. They're they are like, yeah, like kind of legal or like they'll get monitored or something like a negative Mm -hmm. consequence will happen if people know that they're inhumans. So yeah. they're kind of keeping it down low. They're not really talking about it, but there is like there's still a need of like figuring things out with it and how to how to live with it. This is where like the sad sacks come in because she's like, <laughs> well, you know, they're not really friends, but we all have like this one thing that like makes us similar. Like we all have to deal with like superpowers now. Yeah. And we see, I, okay, so with Moon Girl, I feel for her. because She's like, well, they're not really like my friends. And I do that. <laughs> I do that all the time. Or I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, but no. Um, and I used to do it a lot more when I was younger. I'm like, well, they're not really like, we see each other and we're put in these places together. But like, mm-hmm. I wouldn't call it friendship. And she goes back to that a lot. In this. <laughs> it's like, she's not trying to make friends. No new friend. She is here to be. <laughs> she is. She's not. I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> Exactly. She is here to get her shit done. She is a, a girl of business and uh, is smart and is trying to make cool shit happen. But ultimately, she does make friends with these folk. Yeah. So the kids that we see. There is a little boy with super speed. There is a another black girl who she has um, hair that she can control. Yes. And it can do crazy things. Yes. Uh, 
there is a boy who he's a bird boy he is <laughs> he's got wings and then he can talk to birds <laughs> he's so cute he is so cute and then there is yes omg olivia who is yes. a social media star uh yes and then we have omg olivia who is a child influence <laughs> she's like giving the girl with the bow i don't know her name but oh jojo siwa siwa okay low-key evil version of that person <laughs> oh little jojo seems fine though jojo the, the kids love jojo mm -hmm. but and yeah so we meet all of them <sighs> omg olivia is ridiculous she like live feeds the situation <laughs> yeah she's one of those kids it's it's extra ridiculous given that um they reference multiple times that if like the authorities find out that they have powers they're gonna get arrested right and homegirl's like look at my new like people we all have fucking powers but anyway um lunella has formed a roller derby group for inhuman children uh as both a support group but also to make her parents happy because her parents have discovered that like her only friend is a dinosaur and that she skates around the city fighting crime and they are not happy about it honestly i get it they're, they're like you're a child you can't what the hell are you doing <laughs> yeah so uh this is kind of her compromise of like fine my parent my, par my stupid parents want me to hang out with other kids i'm gonna find other weird kids and we're gonna be a roller derby team yes <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's really funny uh <laughs> it is like the most like fuck you to your parents <laughs> she's like fine i'll make friends that also have superhero powers and we're ultimately gonna fight crime <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so okay one of the things that she deals with is like being a young black girl mm -hmm. in america who is not kind to black girls or black women really at all yeah and then having to like she knows that she can use like her powers for good basically which is how she gets into like crime fighting mm -hmm. and her parents are like that's not safe like you need to not do that like we just want you to stay safe uh, but her parents also have really intense <laughs> jobs. So she's like, what the fuck? Like, how are you telling me to that what I'm doing is unsafe? But one of them is like a uh, security prison counselor, which, mm -hmm. you know, it has is high risk. Yeah. And the other one is at a high risk disease unit. Like he's a doctor there. So she being super smart, even around any really, really, really smart kids, they'll like logic you into not necessarily arguments but they'll out logic you and you're like okay well i guess yeah i can't be too mad at you and her parents are just like oh my god like can you please just listen to us? uh and she's like no i'm not going to do this yeah but they deal a lot with like ha like the visibility of being a black girl um with police and police brutality and like how her like inherently being herself which is honestly like a superhero at this mm -hmm. point um it doesn't make her but it creates a dangerous situation because if somebody calls the police on her like she's gonna be put in a really bad spot um and it is something that is revisited a lot in this like every i like in the very beginning it happens and at the very end they talk about it again yeah um, 
and I think they do handle it in a really powerful way that is eye-opening if you're not aware of that reality Mm -hmm. but we see that she does have a very loving family is what they're establishing like she comes from like a nuclear family and they care about her yeah and then like they're just they're scared because she's She's a baby. She is. She is. She is nine years old when she starts being a superhero. She's 11 in this book. Yeah. You know, and like it's there's there's aspects of it that they can't control. They can't control the fact that she does switch places with a dinosaur once a month, Mm -hmm. you know, which causes her to act very erratically. And, you know, this book was written in 2023, like like children who act erratically specifically children of color um are not safe from authority figures deciding that they're a danger right that choice is like made for them yeah um and And then like they there's so much of this that they can't control but what they can control is they can be the parent and be like i you cannot go roller skating around the city fighting crime you cannot go looking for trouble right they kind of tell her like you should go see a therapist (laughs) and she's like what do you mean why it's like you your life is really big like you got sprayed with this mist you're fighting crime like you just you're not alone like i know as parents we're like the ones that are creating some of your problems but you know i like that they brought up like therapy yeah so she switches back to kids by like me and then we do see that there is like they're like high in community um and they just do really cool things like this place is called afro pride hair care and it's her friend oh sorry sorry she's recruiting for the sad sacks (laughs) and the girl Mm -hmm. who has like the powerful hair she rocks like natural styles all the time Mm -hmm. and so she works at the afro pride hair care she finds the bird boy um the fast kid and then we see them at the roly derby rink yeah I don't know how the fuck Olivia got there. She just showed up, I guess, because she's the villain. Well, yeah, that's the point is they realize <laughs> later, like, did you give her a flyer? No. Did you give her a flyer? No. Maybe she found one. <laughs> like, Right. And she doesn't live in the same neighborhood. Like, yeah. these are all like neighborhood kids. Yeah. Like, they they make a point of showing that, like, um, these are all kids who have their own, like, sense of community. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, um, the the little girl is very into like afro pride um mm-hmm. she talks about like the history of like this derby of like this roller rink that they go to because it's like a historically black business yeah um the little the bird boy will it gets revealed later that like he has a grandfather with dementia who wanders the park and everybody knows his grandfather and everybody knows him yeah you know like these are all children who have who like are members of like their local communities and they're creating they're finding community with other children who are in humans now as well right and this is in contrast to like lunella who thinks of herself as lunella first and then everything else second like she's she's lunella before she's an inhuman she's lunella before she is like a a little black girl yeah yeah absolutely it's really sweet it is really sweet because like growing up you know you have like your your friends and like your friends have their own spots that they go to and like their own family dynamics and as part of growing up is learning those dynamics from other types of people Mm -hmm. but within the same community um it has like a different like effect i think and they're all young like they're all like 11 between like 10 and 11 i think yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh my god olivia shows up (laughs) 
and she oh is my God, Olivia. Was that her name? <laughs> OMG, Olivia. Oh, <laughs> it's the thing. They're gonna be a Gen Zer. Fuck. <laughs> They're the coolest generation. <laughs> and she's like low key a hater. <laughs> yeah, she sucks uh she they're doing like affirmations which is really cute someone's like i'm sensational i'm a human i'm not alone <laughs> fucking moon girls over here like ah, like okay this is fun but i'd rather be at home researching <laughs> right and olivia like gets too close to i forgot his name the bird one max will will he um <laughs> he like triggers her allergies she sneezes and she like glitches and everyone like one person notices i think they all kind of notice and then she of course attacks uh will and she's like what happened is that he made me sneeze what the fuck like fuck him yeah <laughs> he needs to like watch where he's going woo 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 and then uh, moon girl's like stop like you're not gonna bully people like don't name call people here and then someone's like that's literally will's job <laughs> he's the right? jammer he's supposed to be running into you so like there's immediately conflict it's immediately very clear that like that olivia is different from the rest of them and that she has different motivations than the rest of them Mm -hmm. absolutely our friend here checks her like why are you even here like what is your fucking power like you don't even go here right and she's the one that's like all about community yeah but yeah so she kind of calls out luella too because the little girl does like a microaggression i think she says something about yeah, so Olivia does a microaggression. Oh, yes. um, I am so sorry. I do not remember this character's name, and it has not been said yet in the book. So I also don't remember. Sorry. Tasha. Is it Tasha? I think it's Tasha. Yeah. It is Tasha. She so, says it right there. Like, Tasha's the one with, like, the – she wear she rocks a lot of uh, more natural, like, hairstyles, but she also has hair that, like, she can control, right? Yeah. And so she's getting in, like, Olivia's face – about like why are you even here like clearly you don't want to be here and olivia does a microaggression like she talks about how tasha needs to like tame her hair right yeah and so tasha puts her in her place about that and then she like brings Linella into it like to back her up because Linella is like a also like a black person mm-hmm. right and Lunella is immediately like i that's not something that i think about it's not something i think is important right and tasha calls her out and she's like why do you do that like why do you not basically like stand up for her or with her mm-hmm. um and then this tasha says she says why do you always do that luella goes do what act like you're better than everyone like i get you're a genius and everything but there's nothing shallow about community about taking pride in who we are and she's like what the sad sacks and she's like you know what i mean because she is saying like you can remove yourself as much as you want from like this community, but you will always be a part of this community because people will always see you as a part of this community. Yeah. And you should take pride in the community that you are a part of, um, as opposed to like, I have better things to think about because it's not, nothing is better than the other one. They're just kind of different things. But yeah. So they also established that OMG, Olivia has like these like very cool, looking rollerblades and because she has low-key she has money <laughs> so she has like these really nice rollerblades and everybody has those except the sad sacks and i think that's kind of when um they decide that like oh like olivia's here to sell a product right yeah because yeah. like she has 
hashtag ad. <laughs> yeah, because like she's selling these rollerblades, right? right? And they're plastic and they're glittery and they're in her signature like teal color, mm-hmm. her powder blue color. Mm-hmm. And that's when like the other team comes in and there's something off about them. They are brainwashed. Yep, mind controlled. And so there, a, a small brawl happens. Uh, fucking, oh my god, Olivia, OMG, Olivia is also a jerk again because she calls like the, she calls the, the rink ratchet. Like, well, this place mm-hmm. wouldn't be shit if I wasn't bringing in like my followers. And then Tasha's like, "You stupid bitch!" <laughs> like she doesn't call her that. This yeah. is adult Elena inserting herself, but she does tell her like, "What? Like, I know you didn't just call that ratchet. Like, this is a historical site." Blah blah blah. Um, and so that kind of starts but she looks cool as fuck so her hair she's wearing like braids mm-hmm. and they turn into like snakes so cool um and then the sad sacks assemble and they start derbying very cool <laughs> it is and- it is super cool but then like after the game ends they're like there's something really weird like they're they're being unusually violent like what is happening here right and uh, we know because their eyes turn white. Yeah. Something's not right anymore. We're not in Kansas anymore. Yeah. And so everybody who's wearing like those blue sparkly uh, skates just starts to jump them. Yeah. And they have to make an escape. Mm-hmm. So they have to escape. But um, this is where like Olivia's true motives, like they're not revealed to Lunella just yet. They're revealed to us. Right, mm-hmm. like Olivia is here to scope out Lunella. Mm-hmm. As like she's a genius. Genius, genius yeah. to genius. Yes. Right? Uh, and so while everybody else is running, um, Lunella releases like her, her microbots, which they basically slow everybody down so that, every, so that they, they can get away. Right. So Olivia and Luella are now together and Olivia's like, oh, we can go to my place. Like, it's really close. Mm-hmm. Or I don't know, she says it's not that far. They go and we discover that she lives not necessarily in the neighborhood. She lives in a, in a high rise. Yeah. So she's already, she's not a part of the community. And they go up to her thing and she has like a whole lab. There's no parents, no zero adults, but okay. Because she's an alien. Um so they're they're be they're doing like genius shit and like checking out each other's technology because like when you nerd about stuff you nerd hard yeah um and so she reveals that she's an alien uh she is i for can you remind me the name of the she's Cree. thank you yeah and she kind of tries to get her on her side now like hey like luella like you're smart i'm smart we should like be a team right uh, so OMG Olivia is she's a Cree. Um, she's a little girl who was not accepted by like the Cree Academy because of like her bloodline. Yeah. Right. And so her bloodline is behind like the original Inhumans and it was considered a failed project. And so uh, her entire family for generations is ostracized. Mm-hmm. And so she's on Earth basically trying to prove herself to the Cree Empire. But in order to do that, like, that's going to involve um, enslaving a bunch of people. Or, like, that's what her plan is. And that's where, uh, (laughs) that's where Lunella, like, draws the line. Yeah. Of being like, no, like, I can't work with you. You're mind-controlling people. Like, that's messed up. Yes. And it is messed up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because she is just trying to, like, puppet them. 
yeah but yes so they have this like boop boop like uh this disagreement <laughs> yeah and then she gets out because di- dinosaur comes in she's like i need to get out of here and he whoosh, whacks the penthouse double dinosaur is exactly whatever size they need him to be for the for like the story i love it is she on the first floor is she on the penthouse you'll never know because double dinosaur smacked the shit out of it he is exactly tall enough to get her out of that situation yeah which is like super tall and that is where the first issue ends with omg olivia being like i guess i'll have to figure out your secrets by myself as she holds up one of lunella's moon bots thief she's stealing intellectual property Uh, and this is kind of where we roll into uh number two um in issue number two she is once again like meeting with the sad sacks because uh but omg olivia is not there what is there is a large influx of like the sparkly blue skates Yes, and, and they do <laughs> want to be child influencers. Yes, yeah, so they poke fun of it because there's like selfie sticks involved and like like very influencer behavior. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> it's just funny. Yeah, it is. It is funny. And then like Lunella's trying to tell them about like what happened with Olivia, but they're just kind of like the other sad sacks are just kind of like brushing her off about it yeah because they just didn't want to be around olivia so it's like well the girl's not here anymore so whatever (laughs) right like my problem is solved which if she wasn't an evil villain their problem would be solved the girl who's like annoying and mean wouldn't be there anymore but that's not where we're at (laughs) because it's a comic book yeah so and uh tasha does bring up a point of it's like it's not necessarily that we think you're lying uh it's just that so much shit has happened to us in such a short period of time that sometimes you your brain makes up stories to explain things away you yeah know? a lot of these kids were already living in a world that was more dangerous for them than it would have been for like other children and then it just became significantly more dangerous to them because of this other way that they have been marginalized right right and um, so like tasha just thinks that like Lunella is is making something a lot bigger than it is because she's scared right and she Luella was like well so you're telling me I'm paranoid and Tasha's like no not paranoid but traumatized and we all are it's fine yeah (laughs) I was just like yeah that's fair and of course Luella's like let me tell you that I can prove this shit I can prove it I just need to get like my hands on one of these uh the skate shoes but they're like 300 fucking dollars and like how the hell are we gonna get that like we're kids right and of so course they steal them <laughs> yeah crime <laughs> it just finds me uh, <laughs> uh but there's no fancy alien tech on these there's no mm-hmm. way to track it but uh luella does make some really cool calm like communication gloves yeah that are like I, like apple trackers basically yeah she gives them all like skate gloves and the skate gloves uh the way that they communicate to each other like is through asl with them yes it's so cool so if they they sign the s sign mm-hmm. um they do they sign sad and then it'll ping them like oh someone needs help yeah and it has like find my iphone technology <laughs> <sighs> love it 
okay as we're seeing that they kind of establish that like okay there's a way for them to talk to each other because mm-hmm. now we're there's danger so we're seeing like multiple like oh my god olivia like posters and like people who are Elena, it's not oh my god it's omg it's oh my god <laughs> i understand okay so omg olivia the sorry. branding the branding is omg because like if like omg like it's it's fun it's peppy if you say oh my god it's like oh my god olivia's here <laughs> well that's how i feel about it <laughs> okay, okay okay i'm sorry i won't do it i'll try not to you can, you can do it if you olivia. want to i'll stop saying i'll stop mentioning it <laughs> i'm being incorrect and unprecise in the <laughs> it's just a different tone it's a different tone so omg olivia is like on the billboard and we do see like a kidnapping happen yeah it escalates really fast it does it's, it's these two i don't know like they were scary Oh yeah, they're they were... brainwashed, like super straight hair, mm-hmm. bug-eyed glasses, like come out like, hey, do you want to try like relaxer? Or they call it like a sparkle makeover, but it's yeah. to relax this little girl's hair. Ugh. Yeah, is that like um, OMG Olivia is making her move to take over the world with like mind control hair relaxer and the way that she is in like the way that she is taking people over is through a social media campaign yes so like she has these two people pull up in like a van and tell just like this random girl off the street like you've been selected to be like a cutie captain in the Oliva army and it's if you pay any attention to uh, child influencer language, this is very familiar. <laughs> oh, I don't pay any attention. Oh, I I pay more attention than I probably should. I I enjoy horrible people. <laughs> this is like a research campaign. Like I want to look into these people. <laughs> yeah, it really is. So, but it's like this whole thing of basically like selecting individual followers of omg olivia to be like her her brand ambassadors in a way right Mm -hmm. pumping up like these other children and saying like oh you're so important to like me as one of my fans that you're going to become like a leader of one of my fans it's um it it helps to build like that parasocial relationship right Mm -hmm. and so they're selecting people to be brand ambassadors in essence like cutie captains is the official title right and they're giving them like free makeovers and then they can go forth and spread the word to like all of the people in their sphere of influence. Yes. Right. And so we watch like this little girl just get taken into a van. It's so abrupt. Like they take her, they drive around, they drop her back off and her hair's like relaxed, but her eyes are also like blue. Yeah. But like a, like a weird blue like like she's brainwashed it's our indicator yeah yeah i don't know how they didn't get fucking sued she right. took like a minor right like it's very it's scary and um i wonder if um because like this is a little black girl and then the mom is like a black woman right and then the yeah. two people that kidnapped this child are two like white women in suits so I yeah. wonder if that is meant to be part of the dynamic of like why a bigger fuss isn't raised. Probably. Yeah. 
because like I know my mom would have lost her shit if somebody just put me into a van to like give me a haircut. No, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Not okay. And like without the mom too. It was mm -hmm. just they took the little girl. Yeah. So, so we see <laughs> we see that the Oliva army is like expanding. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to get to the sad sacks and sad sacks are like running away and they go to like an, a cave. Like it's under the school. It's like a basement, I think. Yeah. So this is, um, th this is moon girls like secret base. It's her secret lab. She built it in the basement of her school. This is where devil dinosaur lives because yes. he cannot fit in the apartment. <laughs> yes. But he can fit into the school. Yeah. And this is where Lunella like takes her friends because this is like her own personal crash pad. Mm -hmm. Right. And they're trying to figure out like how this works because they know that she's controlling people because obviously they literally just got like chased by a horde of YouTube zombies. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and so they're trying to figure out like how she's mind controlling people because it's clearly not the skates. They took the skates apart. Right. And Lunella, who just had this really weird interaction with a kidnapped girl, is like, I think it has to do with this hair relaxer. Uh, but like, I can't test it because I don't have access to it. Mm -hmm. Well, she doesn't have a. Oh, yeah. She does have a microscope also. But uh, Tasha does have it. Yeah. Because her mom was like telling her, like, hey, maybe you should relax your hair. It'll help you get into private school. And they have a conversation of like, well, why would that help you? And it's kind of like, well, it may seem more presentable. Um, and then we get the question of like presentable to who and it's like to society to the white supremacist society yeah <laughs> more presentable and Luella's like well that's stupid like that shouldn't matter and she's like yeah well it does matter and that's why like we need to stick together like like you and I need to stick together uh to show the world that we have pride in who we are even though they don't and right. again, we see Luella kind of like Tasha, I like probably trying to back away. But what happens, Miranda? <laughs> Devil Dino eats the hair relaxer. <sighs> it is such a dog thing to do, to just eat something. <laughs> yeah. And so he's got a little bellyache, but he doesn't seem like he's harmed. And so they're just like, okay, we'll just wait it out so that we can get a sample later. Right? But they can't just hang out in this lab all like all weekend these kids these are children they need to go home right yeah and so they go out into the street and they're gonna use like devil dinosaur as their bodyguard but the moment he leaves the basement uh he falls under the control of the mind control hair relaxer yes and then they have to run out and he starts rampaging <laughs> The uh, police are made aware because there's a huge dinosaur running across town. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so they're running. I, I, <laughs> I love that in this universe, uh, this is a big enough problem that um, it's that there is not just animal control. There is dino control. There are dinosaur experts who are here to tag and bag um, feral dinosaurs. So what is on payroll? Mm -hmm. There's dino control. Also, like the, the assumption that there is some form of dinosaur sanctuary that they get taken to. I we can't think that hard because it falls apart, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite thing is that they put him in this trailer like he can't break through. Like <laughs> it's literally nothing. 
Right. Well, they give him, they, they shoot him with little furry darts. It's fine. He pulls him out. Yep. He's fine. He, t- yeah. he breaks, he breaks through the trailer as they're driving. And because what we see is when he's in the trailer and there's like a cover, he turns back into his regular self. But once mm-hmm. he breaks through, he turns back to brainwashed dino. Yeah. And they start, like he starts chasing them. Yeah. That's where issue two ends is devil dinosaur has been taken captive in essence so yeah we move right into oh go ahead sorry this book has everything it is so like i like i want to say childish but not like in a negative way like it's just like oh yeah the dinosaur is gonna get brainwashed at a certain point uh but it's okay the city is ready to take over right (laughs) except they're not because they don't have like a breakthrough shield um so the dinosaurs back out yeah bye but that's what i mean like a little kid would eat this shit up like i would be like oh my god what's happening and because devil dinosaur gets like mind controlled we are given another like piece of information that becomes relevant later right uh devil dinosaur at one point during his rampage like grab like he's we get to see his vision and he sees people with auras right and most people have green auras but inhumans have red auras and so he Mm. grabs somebody with a red aura and licks them and gives them, infects them with yes. their product. Yes. Because apparently it replaced his bloodstream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, it's like if he had a flu, he just is getting people it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're running through and I, Luella kind of cracks it a little bit. So she's mm-hmm. like, we have to go underground. So they go into the sewage and it does break, it does break his like, brainwashedness yeah uh, and they have a cute little moment she hugs him it's so cute this is miranda's dream it is a little bit <laughs> listen i have i have long maintained that if i lived in a ridiculous comic book universe you know which bat would i be i'd be the bat riding the dinosaur yes you would <laughs> uh <laughs> i could see you and luella being like besties <laughs> And like both of you guys are really smart, and you you'd have like the social smarts, and she has like the hard science smarts. Aww. And you guys would just come together and like solve so many problems. <laughs> um, and then she'd let you play with the dinosaur. Yeah, that would be the goal of the friendship. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, so she's like, okay, okay, okay. I think he just needs to go to the bathroom <laughs> and then right. I'll get a sample because he ate the relaxer. He just, he has food poisoning and it makes him really grumpy. <laughs> yes. So she fed him. And I do think the panel of her like collecting the sample from the poo is very funny because it's just like a glowing teal turd. <laughs> That's her size. Yeah. I just love it. Somebody had a drawing color. That's so good. <laughs> what did you do today? Uh, you know, just... Just drew a dinosaur's crab, like with alien stuff. Right? Sparkly blue. Yes. Yeah. She gets a sample. She goes under a microscope. She sees mm-hmm. it and she sees that her te- her intellectual property has been stolen because yeah. the base model of these, like, I don't know, puppet nanobugs um, yeah. is her moon bug. So mm-hmm. they stole the blueprint. Yeah, so she gets outraged, but she's immediately like, well, I built these goddamn things. I can shut them down. And so she right. basically does her, like, emergency shutoff for them, and it does not work. Yeah. 
this is such a you thing to do like well i did it so i fucking bring it <laughs> she reminds me of you Aww. um you. so yeah it doesn't work so they're like okay 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 we just have to get to olivia's and steal it so i can like hack it right am yeah. i am i in the right co- okay cool yeah so like um olivia uh, so lunella basically says like that bitch like jill broke my tech <laughs> Now I'm going to break hers. Yeah. And so they go to her penthouse to steal, like, her intellect, like, Olivia's intellectual property in order to disable, like, the mind control robots, right? Right. And this is just such a, I, this is, it's very Spy Kids for a moment. Lunella (laughs) is wearing, like, a wetsuit. Yes. And a fanny pack to keep all of her her stuff in. Yes. And a bonnet to protect yes. her hair to make sure that she doesn't get mind controlled. Yes, I love to see it. <laughs> it's a smart move. But she gives, you know, um, OMG Olivia, she gives me, what is his name? The Green Arrow from Flashpoint where he's like, well, whatever. <laughs> oh, Ollie. Like that kind of vibe in this, because yeah. like the way they draw her is so like she like her hands are like whatever, right? <laughs> She's such a tweet about it, uh, and it's so cute. Uh, anyway, so she wants to make Luella a cute ambassador. She's like, I girl, fuck off with that. I'm not trying to do all that. So she just needs to. She establishes like, so what are you gonna do? Like, you're gonna mind control everybody, like the entire world. She's like, no, I don't need to do that. I just need to like mind control the work people so like politicians and people who have power right okay so this is where like omg olivia does her villain monologue right yes like she has this whole thing because i there's a part of me that wishes that omg olivia wasn't like a one and done villain Uh uh-huh because like this dynamic that gets established in like these like 10 pages Mm-hmm. is so funny to me because like OMG Olivia's like hey bestie <laughs> she I, is like that I want like this frenemies I want this frenemies influencer villain to just keep popping up <laughs> like I mean if she's popular enough they might bring her back yeah but she's basically like uh you know, I, I'm i not going to make you a cutie captain because you're my nemesis. So, like, it's not fun if you're not here to watch me win. <laughs> it's so catty. It is. It is very petty. Yeah. And so it is um, revealed that she doesn't want to mind control the whole world because, like, that sounds like work. No. What she's going to do is she's going to find the inhumans and the important people, and then she's going to take over the world through that. Right, mm-hmm. they're gonna be her cutie captains, her like ambassadors, uh, and the way that she's gonna find the Inhumans is through Ancestry.com. Yes, it's the twenty-three and me. Because yes. <laughs> everyone accepted the terms and conditions. Mm-hmm. So everyone accepts it, because nobody reads the, the paperwork. Yeah, nobody ever reads it, right? And so she's gonna go through her twenty-three and me. She's gonna find the people that have like the Inhuman junk DNA. And that's who she's going to mind control. Yep. And then she's going to invite, like, the the vice principal of the school that she wants to go to to come see her work. And he's going to be so impressed that he's going to forget what a fuck up her family is. And then she's going to get into the best school. 
And then he will write her a letter of recommendation for college. Yes. That is the evil plan. That is in essence OMG Olivia's goal. She doesn't even want to take over the world to take over the world. No. She I don't she really doesn't want that power. She just needs She's... to be good enough for her people. Evil for extra credit. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, so they're gonna take Luella, Dee Dee, which is Devil Dinosaur, tries mm-hmm. to break it again, but OMG Olivia is like <laughs> fool you did it once girl like i'm gonna reinforce the windows like you're not gonna break through again so they're taking her and of course they're in a helicopter because why wouldn't the 11 year old know how to like omg olivia knows how to fly her helicopter and thankfully the sad sacks come and they save her yeah so like this omg olivia is gonna like abduct lanella basically so that she can see the look on lanella's face when she wins right that's yeah. what she wants yes she's very mr evil i think that's his name from uh awesome powers yeah like a caricature yeah and so like the sad sacks use the gps tracking on the gloves to find lunella and they come to save her but in the process uh tasha ends up getting kidnapped because like her hair is being used as like the rope ladder and she doesn't mm-hmm. have time to untie it before the helicopter takes off right uh, which seems really painful, <laughs> but she does get flown away. They're very concerned. They're looking for her. They're tracking her. They track her back to her house. Um, they talk to the mom and they're like, have you seen her? Like what's going on? And then the mom's like, oh, she's fine. Um, she want, she went straight to bed, but it gets revealed that she did in fact get her hair relaxed. Um, I'm going to assume against her will. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so now she is under the mind control. Yeah. She is now a cutie captain and she's using her superpowers to help spread Olivia's influence. Yes. I will say I want this jumpsuit. The it's so nice. The outfit is very cute. Yeah. It's like a two-piece matching set with like bell mm-hmm. bell sleeves and like shorts and then like high high knees wait no high not high knees knee high socks and like yeah. the, the roller ring thing and, and the color is cute yeah and it's sparkly blue like lame fact like uh, fabric so cute uh but yeah uh, tasha is doing her best influencer hashtag ad sponsor uh everybody should be doing this Mm-hmm. with the relaxing of their hair but we're seeing this is all happening in the rink and we're seeing that they, someone's put up a poster or omg of Livia's team has put up a poster over like the boogie down rink yeah and it was like a black skater and they yeah. put like the white the little white girls poster on it and it's like whoa what the fuck mm-hmm. gentrification um, exactly so they all get thrown out of the roller rink and lunella is like filled with with motivation to Mm -hmm. jailbreak back her nanobots yes that's where the third issue ends we are over halfway through the story they do have a conversation about like tasha tasha v luella because luella's like no like you would rather like burn this down than see it be gentrified like this um you know like how you're talking about community and stuff and then tasha does call her out like oh that's rich coming from you like you never really seem to care about it or like what would you know about it and luella does admit like like fall in that like yeah like that's something i need to work on but it is something that she admired from tasha yeah you know uh if like 
if the Barbie movie is sort of a uh, baby's first feminism, right? <laughs> I would say like this book is kind of baby's first like solidarity. Yeah. Yes. That's a really good way of putting it. Do, 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 do. Yeah. So second, no, fourth issue. She is like, okay, I got to like make my robots better to beat those robots. Yeah. I need these things. She needs prismatic cobalt and angel wire. Yeah. Angel wire is found in jewelry and prismatic cobalt is found. Oh, it's a mineral crucial to the creation of self-charging batteries often found on the solar roofs of Stark unlimited smart vehicles. So someone's going to go steal that. Uh, (laughs) And they have those little like robot delivery bots that you see like on college campuses. Yeah, they've got like Uber Eats taking over the world. Yes. So they... (laughs) <laughs> they rush I, it and they take that's so funny i have never gotten food from one of the robots and i don't think i ever would because like i don't think i would trust it but they fascinate me they are interesting little things i have never ordered one i've never had the opportunity to i don't live somewhere that has it like that mm-hmm. so that it read readily available at least yeah but yeah they're beating up on this uh robot <laughs> like about to take this prism core they and like knock it over they like cow tip it but like it's a <laughs> robot it's so funny and it's just like obstruction detected <laughs> i am stuck i do love that they were able to kid kidify this so it's not like a robot that would actually hurt the kids it's just like oh it got robbed <laughs> yeah it's like uh, it's again like those uber eats robots you know i've I, I am fascinated by them i watch videos of them and i'm just like what would stop someone from just just pushing it just going boop <laughs> i'm sure it happens all the time <laughs> someone just has the thought and does it yeah <laughs> intrusive thoughts yes this is where we're learning about everyone's like, and this is like, this feels like the issue where we're learning about like the kids' backgrounds, the kids yeah. that are not Um, This is where we see Will's, no, Will? Yes. Yeah, Will's grandfather. Will's grandfather, and we see that he has like dementia, and he does just kind of walk around. And we see that the nurse is like in the back, like, did anyone see an old man with the walker? He got away from me. <sighs> She's underpaid. <laughs> yeah, I, you know she's doing her best here yeah (laughs) he wanders Uh, this is really i think also the issue where lunello realizes that she's not a very good friend she doesn't know anything about her like friends but in fairness to her she i don't know if in fairness she did establish the very first like they're not my friends like we just hang out here yeah but i do think like her the the kids like her friends they are her friends but her Mm -hmm. friends see her as a friend first and then like on a a sad sack after or whatever right and she saw them as sad sacks first and not really friends so this is yeah where it's like oh shit like i didn't know you had all that going on i'm so sorry yeah and then so like that's how they get the prismatic cobalt by breaking a bunch of robots (laughs) i fucking love it i'm here for it um and then they get the angel wire because devrinder the kid that's very fast uh-huh. Uh, his sister runs a junk shop. Yes. So cool. I like the sister. I'm like, oh, I'm the I'm sister. Yeah. <laughs> I saw myself in her. <laughs> Actually, I could definitely see the style. I was like, that is an outfit that I could see you wearing. 
Yes. Uh, it, so everyone who's not reading it right now, she's wearing a crop top shirt that says made in the 90s, a like a skirt and like a high bun. Yeah. An A-line cool, skirt. Yes, with cool hoop earrings because it's hot as fuck and the AC is broken. <laughs> and her landlord will not fix it. So she's like, fuck it. Yeah. So she gives them the jewelry wire or the angel wire angel wire from the jewelry and she's like yeah whatever fucking take it it doesn't really matter um, yeah it's just costume jewelry like she just pulls yeah. out a box of tangled up costume jewelry and it's like find whatever you need kids yeah <laughs> so they sourced everything they got the things yeah they build a bunch of nanobots yes the moon bugs is what she calls them which i think mm-hmm. is cute and she's like, I couldn't have done it without you guys, which is like a turning point because usually she's like, I'll just handle it myself. Like, you don't even have to worry about it. A part of it seems to be like guilt. Like, I don't want to put you guys in trouble. Another part of it seems to be like, I can just do it myself. Yeah. Lunella is going to figure it out. She's the smartest person in the room. How can she not? Exactly. Um, she does gift them some stuff because her love language is probably giving. Yeah. Uh, she gives will's grandpa and him a little moon hat which is cute i want the hat and it has like a gps tracker on him so grandpa if he does get lost they can find him yeah and they gave uh the sister like a suit like a superpower battery basically so that ac is popping off Uh, she does not fix the ac she does not fix the ac but because she's a little kid and that would be too easy no what she does is she hooks up like the dance dance game to the ac so that devrinder with his super speed playing video games can power the generator Yes. So, you know, kills like burns some of the kids' energy, but also AC. What's up? Yeah. Um, and they hug her and she's like, oh, don't touch me. Right. <laughs> she is still the intro- introvert, introverted queen that we need to see. Yeah. That's Tasha at the boogie down roller rink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it says, give me an O. Oh, give me an M. M. Give me a G. G. She is a very good hype woman. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, so they're they're back to confront Tasha, and by confront, help her. So they throw moon bugs on her, mm-hmm. and it goes to the scalp because basically it's like fleece, like fleas fighting fleas are just box. Yeah, it, horrifying, horrifying, disgusting. I hated it. They're like, yeah, those just need to stay in there. I'm like, I don't. Uh, <laughs> Can I don't want out? <laughs> Can we not? Can we just not have this? Luella's yeah. box fucking whoop the shit out of omg olivia's little like old fucking unit bots mm-hmm. um and they're like yeah just keep those in your hair i was like i i don't know if i'd be able to <laughs> i i it might be preferable to be a zombie <laughs> i just because then i don't even know that they're in there but yeah. like i just get like the, I... the itchies <laughs> just thinking of it so for whatever reason <laughs> On my For You page on TikTok, uh, there have been a bunch of videos of people, like, plucking ticks out of their hair. I need you to fix that algorithm because disgusting. Yeah, it's horrifying. Well, you are supposed to twist, not pull. That is, if you ever see yourself in that predicament, don't pull them out. Twist. Yeah, because you're supposed to, like, get their little teeth out of you so that they don't, like, throw up in your head. Ugh. Because that's how you get Lyme disease. It's not just from the tick biting you. It's from the tick, like, having a little vomit in you. I'm so sad. (laughs) It's horrifying. I don't know why people hike. Uh, I know why people hike, but I just, 
wear the bonnet <laughs> wear, wear something uh-huh. be protected there's got i don't know yeah i don't uh. know anyway <sighs> out of that disgusting and alarming algorithm that is happening <laughs> in your phone yeah i got like one video like that and i was like absolutely not i just like i went really fast past so i was like i'm not watching this. like block this dishonor on you dishonor on your cow turn off me the app <laughs> done i am done with the internet for the day thank you very much yeah and so like taja is no longer mind controlled but she has like that moment of sadness as she's like you know when i was like i wasn't me but i was popular and mm-hmm. like like it was just it, it's a weird feeling and then her friends are good friends and they're like well we like you better you know like the the real ones don't like censored tasha the real ones like og tasha right they have a really good moment and then they're they're like oh the bow the bow is like we have to get to the boat right yeah because that's what's controlling the little bots and they're like how do we do this and what do we get a classic classic maneuver of disguise and infiltrate (laughs) i'm assuming they all just have wigs on (laughs) like blonde straight wigs they have wigs and like the cheapest sunglasses you can find uh yes they don't even have the like little boots (laughs) the what are they called the skates the blue skates they have the regular skates but like the top of it looks disguised enough and they're just like omg like omg follow omg subscribe and so they get on the little tour bus that takes them to the takes the cutie captains over to like home base yes and tasha like she's still like popular enough that they're like oh yeah we do know you but they don't know that you know she's not really a part of it anymore right (laughs) so they they go to the factory and it's a big vat of like goop it's so funny (laughs) yeah it's like and so they decide they determine that they're going to like well lunella has the confrontation with omg olivia in the offices they're going to disrupt whatever they can yeah so we have birds attacking the big bat oh this was my favorite this was my favorite panel because it is will who like we've established he can talk to birds we have never like we've seen him talk to birds for whatever reason he's like standing on a table winged arms in the air going and the bird sounds are tap 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 because they're like tapping at the it's glass so it's like it's such a funny panel we see our speedster he's just like tap dancing on the table basically but with like rollerblades so he's like yeah he just breaks the conveyor belt (laughs) and then we see tasha looking like the coolest indiana jones like like whipping with her hair so sweet yeah wicked it's awesome and then we see i love the the work on this because it's so it's so comic book Luella's like kind of like kicked in the door but not really so she's Mm -hmm. just like I don't know like Tokyo drifts her way through the door (laughs) she hockey stops her way in thank you yes there's a sport term for it (laughs) so they see like she sees kind of like her because of course the the evil alien is gonna have the evil alien portraits in her in her room right (laughs) dressing room and it's like the pictures of like lord morgus and like all these other people or aliens mm-hmm. and she yeah. sees on the live stream schedule the gala it's the full moon 
And of course, the full moon lands on the day Luella is going to uh, transform into dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. So OMG, like OMG Olivia is not in the office, but they do know that because Lunella sees her calendar, uh, she sees that she's going to be at like this charity gala. And that's where like she's going to be peak influencing people about her hair. Right. But Lunella mm-hmm. is is transformed on the full moon, which is the same night. And also her parents <sighs> want to take her out of town. Yeah, for her protection. Yeah. And then they're like, evasive action maneuver five. We got to go. Abort, abort. Right. Ka-ka! Ka-ka! Yes. And they they get themselves out of that. With that. But first, they did break the goop. Yeah. So uh, at least batch. the current batch of goop needs to be remade. Yes. And that so... brings us to the fifth and final issue, which is just so fun. This is such a fun issue. Yeah. It's just... It's, like action and mm-hmm. comedy it's it's a good time it's a series of problems that they have to solve right first they have to figure out how are they going to get into the gala then they have to figure out oh how are we going to get like make sure that lunella can go to the gala you know how are we going to get lunella out of going camping with her parents then how are we going to get to this gala and then it's just a series of problems and they solve all of them <laughs> oh they do it's great so in order to get to the gala, they yeah. have to, I don't know if they talk about like getting invited to this one because it's the Met Gala basically, but it's yeah, like- they decide <laughs> that the easiest way to infiltrate this gala is like, okay, so here's the plan. All right. This is the only plan we can go with, but clearly we need to get an invitation. Who is invited to these galas? People that write magazines. Clearly we must be hired by a magazine to go to this gala. Yes. <laughs> it's the only way. And of course, Lunella being the the boss that she is, she has connections to Wakanda Couture. Yeah, she doesn't have connections to the um to the magazine themselves. What she no. does have connection to is the Wakandan royal family, which is like a bigger flex, right? <laughs> like, okay, whatever. Like, keep your cute little magazine, but I know the real people in charge. Here. Yeah. So they show up at the magazine offices telling this whole story. And then like her, her proof that like she said she is who she says she is, is she pulls out the bonnet that she was given because it is like, it's infused with vibranium Mm -hmm. and it was given to her by Princess Shuri. Yes. And this is when like the editor in chief is immediately like uh, something's something's up. And so she pulls her into the offices. Yeah. Like I'll take it from here. Mm -hmm. I'm an assistant one who's also... Uh, mind controlled yeah so yeah she looks under under the under a microscope and she's like holy smokes you're not lying (laughs) we got to figure something out i Uh, i love the implication that like all wakandan citizens are scientifically literate enough to recognize like mind control nanobots (laughs) literally they're just like oh my god so she gets her admin assistant and she does like throw the Mm -hmm. moon box moon bots on it i think and then the lady's hair is like immediately not relaxed anymore it's like in her natural style yeah and she's like oh my god i felt like shit <laughs> i don't know what happened but thank you right and then of course problem solved they're like yeah we got you you're gonna go to this gala yeah it's i it's not even that like the editor-in-chief <laughs> is like well i have an invitation but it is non-transferable 
But you know what I also have access to? The guest list. Why? Because Wakanda's awesome. Wakanda forever. (laughs) And then she's like, I need to go get a coffee. Uh, (laughs) Don't touch the computer that has the guest list on it. (laughs) Wink, wink. Yeah, wink, wink. (laughs) Just add themselves to the name. Yeah, and so she says, like, oh, I, I assumed you guys stayed out of trouble. Mm-hmm. Let's style you now. Do, do, do. And we get, like, fun outfit. Yeah. And they get their Met Gala outfit, or it's not Met Gala, but they get the Gala outfits. Mm-hmm. And they all look so nice and yeah. fancy. I do like Moon Girl. She's wearing, like, bell bottomy pants. Well, I guess not bell bottoms, but just, like, loose pants. And it's, like, white and blue and, like, a purple tank top and she has a fucking cape i'm here for it and like a crown so cute yeah well it's like it's based off of her superhero outfit yeah because she's got like her instead of a helmet she's got like a crown and then instead of like to to reference her gear you know she has like the yellow pants to like like her sports shorts and then her boots are blue yeah it's cute it's really cute i i like all of their outfits uh will has a feathered top it's like a bolero yeah but it is like feathered it's like it's like a mix between a bolero and a sweater yes i love it yeah and like a black bodysuit it looks like in cool pants Mm -hmm. uh, cool boots and a cape yep we're caping with all of them i love it um (laughs) tasha's wearing like a like a ruffle pink dress with like a sheer cape it mm-hmm. matches her hair so cute yeah and our last friend is wearing like a shiny suit with like a tuxedo like kind of like a tuxedo like blazer but it's like caped out at the back and it's yeah like it's metallic-y. like a shiny metallic like tuxedo suit but it's like one piece and then uh the overcoat is like 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 it's like a half jacket and then it flares out into like this full trench coat bottom it's beautiful yeah it's awesome but yeah, so, you know, they're style icons now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now, so they do a crash course to learn how to act in a gala, including teaching Devil Dinosaur how to act in a gala so that whenever they mind switch, like, Devil Dino is ready to go. Yes. Uh, and Devil Dino is like, let me eat that table. Chomp. Yeah. So, you know, it's a, it's a struggle with him, but it's fine. It is. It is. The struggle is real. We're at the gala. This is where OMG Olivia plans to show off all of her work in progress to like the big fancy important people from the school she wants to go to. <laughs> it's the, her def- like the defense of her dissertation. That's <laughs> what yeah. she's doing. Yes. <laughs> it is revealed all of the people that she has like all of the big important people who uh, OMG Olivia has mind controlled are like hyping up the Cree. So we have a senator we have like another famous person that's like it's the royal color of the Cree. that's the color i'm wearing today mm-hmm. and like the reporters are like weird but okay right aren't they like kind of assholes <laughs> lunella's like okay i'm going to ditch my parents like she's gonna go do the gala thing because it's more important than like her being taken away to a cabin to go through her transformation alone yeah with her parents and her note says don't freak out. Check the Gala live stream. Back later. Love you, Lunella. It's not a great note. No, it's a kid note. Like, I'm <laughs> fine. I'll be back later. Don't look for me. Or if you do, just like, it's you can stream it. <laughs> to come get it. It is this close to, hey, mom, I'm on TV. Don't worry mm-hmm. how I got there. 
So they infiltrate the gala and they're on the red carpet. And that's right when Lunella switches. Uh-huh. She, <laughs> sorry. The way they handle this is so funny. She turns into the dinosaur, right? Or the dinosaur goes into her body and she just roars. Mm-hmm. They're like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, people are like, whoa, this kid's out of control. <laughs> and our friend from Wakanda, yes. I, I don't know her name. Maneka, the editor-in-chief of, like, Wakanda Couture magazine, is immediately swoops in and says, oh, you moron, like, reporters, don't you understand art? She's making commentary on the exploitation of children in the media. Or did you forget you're in a museum? <laughs> it's like, damn. All right, let's go. Oh my god. And then, Yeah. Lunella's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so, you know, they get into like, wow, such fashion, such couture, very art. And then the diversion starts. And the birds make <laughs> make like a sign in the sky. Yeah. It's a little says, kid's sign. <laughs> Sparkle Street sucks. And the parents are like, where the fuck is our daughter? <laughs> shit and (laughs) she's a dinosaur she's nimble she opens up this electricity box Mm -hmm. we cut back to the kids they're trying to climb up these stairs they still have a dinosaur child with them (laughs) she's like uh they're also on roller skates let me just say 10 out of 10 dexterity right they're they've got all the 20s oh yeah all the 20s not 20s plus like plus like proficiency yeah so okay so <laughs> they're in the middle of this very complicated heist because their plan is not just to infiltrate the gala but they're going to lower themselves down to snatch the bow off of olivia's head right, right. to disrupt the signal uh yes and and devil dino's part of the plan the part that lunella is now executing was turning off the electricity turning off the lights right so she's at the electrical box as a dinosaur when mom and dad like hop a fence to get to her and she is so startled by this she electrocutes herself yeah so instead of like toggling the switches like to turn the breakers off or on you know Mm -hmm. she smacks it with the tail and it like electrocutes her and so it's it like it triggers them to switch back. So yeah. now Dino is back in Dino body and Lunella's back in Lunella's body. Yes. And he's like <laughs> licking his wounds like, ow, <laughs> poor guy. But yeah, so this is really cute. They're going down. She's going to grab the bow. And like, as like she gets the bowl and, bowl and snatches it, she's like hung up like secret agent style like from her waist to like get lowered down and then brought back up yeah uh she grabs it the lights snap back on and she's like uh i got your bow (laughs) (laughs) they drop it like go 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 make a break for it yeah and they're out (laughs) they're out she destroys the bow the connection is broken everybody wakes up with like crazy hair it is immediately like what the fuck just happened yeah, the senator's like, please tell me I didn't endorse them on live TV. Fuck. Yeah, well, I mean, her career is ruined. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's done. Yeah, so OMG Olivia's, like, family is like, wow, you're still a disappointment. You suck. Get in this motherfucking shiny They're not shiny her car. family. Those are well, the... Well, no, but... <laughs> like, those are the people from, like, the school that she wants to impress. They're the recruiters. <laughs> right, right. Thank you. I thought it was, like, her family, and she just had asshole family. Okay, well, that's even funnier how did okay yeah. <laughs> this is, like i imagine being the recruiter then 
like, okay, fine, we'll go to this stupid thing with you, whatever. Right. And then it goes sideways. Like, get your ass in this car. Like, you, we're done. You can never come back to this Earth. This is our either. final decision. Or d- don't don't call us. We'll call you. Yeah. We're going with more qualified candidates. Uh, right. Like we just found someone who's better for this. Um, you yeah. know, they saved the day, but Lunella did leave her house. She did like sneak out. So parents are gonna parent and they're like, oh my god, like what were you thinking? Like, it's so dangerous to do that. Like, especially, and they're going to say, like, especially for a girl like you, this yeah. is where Lunella, like, catches them. She's like, especially, like, for kids who look like me, I know, I know, but what do you want? Sometimes I wish you would just make up your mind. You tell me it's dangerous, but you also say there's nothing wrong with me. So which is it? Should I hide or should I hold my head up? Which is, like, there's no answer to that. They're not going to answer it in mm-hmm. this because it's, unanswerable because it's a societal problem yeah um but i it's just it was written in a very like direct and easy way to understand like the impossibility of being a black child in this world mm-hmm. and it sucks you know it, it was like a really heavy like panel yeah yeah uh from there the kids are the most kid thing like they do the most kid thing They're like hey so like we definitely told our parents we're gonna be at the at the at the rink can you guys cover for us right and the parents are like i guess <laughs> like whatever you're right and they go back to the roller rink yeah and the parents end with we have always told her to to hold her head up high and you know she's making friends so it ends on a high note where it's like we can't like keep stifling it that's what i got from it like yeah she's gonna keep doing what she's gonna keep doing and we've instilled that in her as well yeah exactly so, so uh alita would you recommend this i would recommend it i think it's a really fast and easy read which is always great in like this fast-paced world that we live in (laughs) so I do recommend it uh Miranda would you recommend it oh absolutely I had so much fun reading this the art is absolutely delightful um like all of these little kid characters are just so charming and so much fun and then um like the 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 commentary that this book has about like what it means to like be a person that is marginalized by society and to be like struggling with safety and with community and with finding your place uh i think is really good like i think it this is a it's a book that like i would recommend for kids you know like i i I would recommend to adults but i would also recommend for kids because i think like it's it's a way of exploring these topics that are part of like the lived experience for a lot of children in a way that kind of emphasizes you know, like at no point in the book is Lunella wrong for being herself. Right. You right. know, I, I do think it, ex- it explains or at least presents certain like conversations mm-hmm. in a really easy way that like, then as a parent or as a guardian, you can like follow up and have like a meaningful conversation about it. Yeah. Um, and they're never like, they don't, it's not like explicit, like adults will understand that like, OMG Olivia is a gentrifier. She is like a white passing person that is causing harm to the community, mm-hmm. but it's not presented in like, oh, you're white. So you're like horrible. <laughs> it doesn't, I don't think it does that. And it doesn't necessarily instill that, but it is a conversation that can be had 
um, with more tact with like parents and the book does a really good job of just presenting a reality that is that happens time and time again yeah for um, like underserved communities yeah I think it does a good job I think it's a, a like most people if you have kids you should probably buy this <laughs> like let your kid read it um, schools it would be good for a school library I think it'd be really good but yeah what are oh what is it me what are we reading next week <laughs> Oh, what are we reading next week, Alayda? We're going to read, uh, we're going from like very nice community to like possibly messy. We're back on the DC train and I'm picking Gotham High <laughs> to scratch my YA itch <laughs> and see if this is what I want it to be. I want it to be angsty. Um, <laughs> it is on the... It is on the DC app. So if you have that, you can find it there or rent it from your local library. Libby probably has it if you have Libby. Yeah, I'm excited to read it. I've been wanting to read it. So, yay. Um, Miranda, where can the people find you? Well, if you'd like to reach out to me directly, I am Dino Mighty Miranda on TikTok. I repeat, Dinos and Dinosaur. Mighty is in Mighty Mouse Miranda. That's my name. Don't wear it out. I am your friendly neighborhood amateur Batman historian. Uh, I go live on TikTok twice a week on Thursdays and Saturdays at 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, you can also reach out to me by email, uh, dynamitymiranda at gmail.com. If you'd like to reach out to us as a group, feel free to send us an email at thesidekicks at gmail.com. I repeat, thesidekicks, spelled capital T-H-E, capital S-E-I-D, capital K-I-C-K-S at gmail.com. If you have a recommendation for us, if you have a, a critique for us, if you work in the industry and would like to talk to us, we would love to talk to you. Please send us an email at thesidekicks at gmail.com or follow us at the sidekicks on instagram where we post pictures of all of the stuff we talk about here aleda where can people find you hi you can find me on instagram you know instagram that's not that's not a thing on instagram as <laughs> <laughs> as the comfy act or on tiktok as orchata chica i post art i'm still trying to figure out like what art videos are really weird like people want detail but they don't want the length so I'm figuring out the format, but you can follow me there. We can figure it out together. Uh, yeah, that's what we have for you this week. I hope you all have a great week uh, and we'll talk to you then. Yeah. Uh, we don't have an outro song. So every week I come up with the jingle. I was going for a funky pop sound. I don't think I know enough about the genre to mimic it. Yeah. Boom, boom.